0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Hardwood Nation podcast with your boy C.L. Anthony and my main man, Bryce Ward. What's up, Bryce? Say in, buddy. How you doing? <clears throat> I'm doing fantastic. So, so we had a week off last week. I know you're getting ready for your wedding. But last week, leading into this week, we had a monumental NBA story that I think we kind of talked about it offline, privately uh, last week. But... Where there's smoke, there's fire. But first, how shocked are you that the Nets have lost seven straight games? Zero percent shocked. Are you really?
1: No. Yeah, I mean these things happen. First off Seven Um Atlanta's on like a seven game win streak. So why not? Listen, or they were something like that. They were, Um, yeah. Um, they constantly they you have Kyrie going in and out, Harden going in and out for whatever type of injury he might have that day. I guess he decides when he wakes up. Um, was <laughs> um, it uh, Durant with the extra load? It's finally you know caught to him and he he sit out some games, of course. So um, I'm not surprised. Plus, we've talked about I don't know if we've talked about on the podcast before yet, but. The idea that Brooklyn is interested in playing more away games for the sake of having Kyrie in more playoff games. So the fact that they might want a lower playoff spot to have him in more games makes more, or we talked about, could make some sense. So the fact that they're losing could be just part of them not being a great all together team together right now. But part of it could be they're trying to lose on purpose. So. I don't know. Like I said, between those two things, I'm not surprised at all that it's added up between seven games.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, it's it's a great theory and one that would make sense for them going forward. I don't necessarily agree with the, the execution of the theory, if that's what it is, but I could see how they would do that. Um, because if they fall anywhere between five and let's say 10, which is the play-in tournament, they're going to be the road team in these playoff series, which will give Kyrie Irving a possible four games per series. Um, so, well, actually, no, forgive me. Uh, oh my goodness, my math is wrong this morning. Forgive me. It'll give him a possible three games on the road versus no games at home. So, actually, it'll, it'll work out. I think it'll work out. But, whatever the case. Um, when it- Four games away. If they took it to a seven-game series, no, that is. No, for, it, it, for Tyree, it would
1: be away. Yeah, it would be away. Forgive me, it's, dude. Yeah. This early. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: you were right the first time. Dude, this early. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, no. so, that would be beneficial, perhaps, for, um, for the Brooklyn Nets in that sense. Um, is it kind of, is it kind of smart? It is. I just don't like the notion of losing for that reason. But it is kind of smart if that's what they're doing. I don't think that's what they're doing right now. I think their losses right now are due to James Harden one out. Um, So last week when we talked, there were allegations that the Nets were going to investigate the Sixers. Should there be a trade with James Harden, which didn't make sense to me because the Nets would have to be an active participant in the trade. So the report itself didn't make sense to me. But what made sense to me was there might be tampering going on because we know Harden has ties to Philly via Houston. And um, then this week we heard the news that the two teams are talking about the James Harden trade after the Nets initially said they wasn't going to take any calls about James Harden. So let's deep dive into this real quick. What do you think is going on behind the scenes? Do you think, as I do, that James Harden has requested a trade from <clears throat> Brooke, from the Brooklyn Nets? Um, maybe.
1: He may have not just flat out came out and said, hey, I want traded, but through his actions, which we know he's done before, like people knew he wasn't happy in Houston, but then he also was just like blatantly going out when he shouldn't and coming in overweight. Like, he kind of tells you to your face he tells everybody how he feels through his actions and i feel some of that is happening now even if he hasn't flat out asked brooklyn for a trade it you you know if you watch enough uh media coverage around the nba a lot of these other guys they talk about this knowing saying you know you can tell like james harden isn't happy there and it might be because of Kyrie. you know some of these rumors get started because you know some of it is just complete fabrication but then some of it is you know legit leaked info and you know where we tend to think where there's smoke there's fire kind of thing i think he's he wants out how he does that who knows because we know he's forced his way out of other situations too like he'll just do what he wants to do and he'll he'll kind of do whatever he feels like he has to to get there it doesn't matter um so in the tampering thing, it's like um, I don't know how you would say it was tampering if, like you said, the very next week the, the two teams were talking about it anyways. Um, I feel like Philly going to reach out to a lot of teams like this because we know they want, they're want, they asking a lot for Simmons in return. So it makes sense that they would call a lot of teams that have some kind of option. And Brooklyn, being in the shape they're in, seems like a prime target for something like that. So like you said, it's like doesn't mean Brooklyn has to – agree or accept it um, <clears throat> and i don't know if they will they might just finish off this season and like some of these other guys say and let him walk when he wants to go or trade him in the off season but um i don't know if he gets traded by the trade deadline to philly for simmons i don't know if that's the trade but it makes sense for philly to be trying everything they can because that's what they've been doing but i don't know if brookman bites on it for simmons like i, I just don't know like For this, Say you just go into this one playoffs, because I don't trust Simmons going forward anyways. So, to me, if you get him, it's more of like you just need to get something in return now. But if you're going to make any kind of playoff run, I'd rather have Harden than Simmons, even if he's going to walk, kind of. So, I don't know if Brooklyn does it,
0: but it makes sense for Philly, of course, to try. Well, do you let him walk at the end of the season? Or do you trade them now? Because a sign and trade at the end of the season is not guaranteed.
1: Right. Um.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's tough. I don't know what to do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's also like James Harden, like who might especially with what he's been doing this year, like who who really wants him besides. Something that might give you Simmons in return. Like I, I don't know. It's a tough situation for both teams. I'm sure that's why they're talking at all. But if I'm Brooklyn, I really don't know what I do because this this whole experiment is imploding on itself. It's like, what what more can you do at this point in the season but get rid of one of the guys that you're counting on to get you through the playoffs? So, um, I guess it just. Depends on what they could get in return, so I don't know what kind of other deals are out there or who else they've talked to, if the Nets are even talking to anybody else. that could have just been Philly bringing it up. And the Nets might just have already decided we're going forward with what we have. But how James Harden feels, he can just leave if he doesn't like, if we don't win. You know, who, who knows what their true thinking is. Just because James Harden isn't exactly happy doesn't mean that Brooklyn's going to get rid of him. I don't know.
0: Well, as a franchise, as people who who runs a franchise, you have a responsibility to put the best product on the court. So if you have a player that's disgruntled. So so let me me go back a little bit. Let's go back to Ben Simmons, for example. He had absolutely no leverage in the decision making of the front office. He had this is the first year of his four year deal. He had no leverage. He asked to be traded. Sixers said absolutely not right now because he has no power. The James Harden situation in Brooklyn is the exact opposite because James Harden holds all the power because you don't let a player like James Harden walk when you can trade him and get things in return. So the time to do it is right now at the trade deadline, because like I said, a signing trade isn't guaranteed in the offseason. The player doesn't have to do that. If he likes the organization, fine. James Harden has been there for two years and hasn't done anything. So there's nothing to say that he's going to be so loyal to Brooklyn that he's going to allow them to do a sign and trade. Let's use LeBron James as an example. He didn't just walk from Cleveland. That was actually a sign and trade. So on his way out, he was like, you know what? I'll do this for you so you can get some other pieces. We know LeBron was loyal to Cleveland. That loyalty might not be there with Brooklyn and um, James Harden. James can walk. So if you're Brooklyn, I'm scared shitless. I'm like, well, if I'm feeling like you're not happy and if I'm feeling like you're going to leave, I'm going to trade your ass now and get the most back that I can get for you. Even though Ben Simmons doesn't want to play in Philly, he may do okay with where we are. And technically speaking, we don't need another guy shooting right now because once Kyrie and once Kevin Durant are back at full strength, we got enough shooting. I can just, Simmons can just be a facilitator. So- um, if I'm Philly, I'm making a move now. I'm not gonna chance it and wait <laughs> to the off season um, because we know this is what we know. First, Harden had a, he woke up one morning and his hand was swollen. Then all of a sudden he's had he missed a game or two. Then all of a sudden he's having hamstring problems again. Well, what happened to the hand? So I call absolute bullshit on that. I think they're sitting. I think they're sitting him down while they explore the trade possibilities because the trade deadline is Thursday. (laughs) It is Thursday and something's going to happen. He's been saying publicly that he's okay with Brooklyn, but there's too much smoke behind the scenes saying that he's not. And now that he's not playing with these sham injuries, I think he may be moved. I really do believe that. And um, even if someone from Philly leaked out the news that uh, Brooklyn and, the, and, and them are talking, Brooklyn could have easily came right back out and said, once again, we're absolutely taking no phone calls regarding James Harden, right? I haven't heard anything from Brooklyn. So I think they're working on something. I think for the sake of the fans, they're trying to make James Harden look as good as possible because I can tell you now, those fans in, in the message groups, those fans are already turning on him, like, and, and it's nasty. It's really nasty. Um, so I think they're trying to make him look as good as possible while they find a resolution that's going to benefit both parties, which is trading him by Thursday. That's just me. That's just me. It
1: wouldn't surprise next, me.
0: Next question. <laughs> of Speaking no, go of, they ahead. should,
1: <clears throat> they should uh, talk to the Lakers and see if they can trade Harden for LeBron James since he's on the way out.
0: That's the rumor. But before we touch on that, <laughs> here, here, here's my next question about the Nets. So we have taken great, God, Brooklyn's going to hate me when I put this in the message groups. We have taken great joy for <laughs> close to two years now on the Nets doing absolutely nothing. Excuse me. Absolutely nothing. And coming up with every excuse in the book, even to say Kevin Durant's foot was too big (laughs) okay if they trade james harden how big of a failure would this experiment be to you this i
1: mean it's it's a failure without a championship so um pretty i mean this just shows brooklyn keeps trying to Once in a while, they'll collect enough money and they'll buy enough of these players Mm -hmm. to come there. This is what's been going on for like 10 years. It feels like 10, 15, 12 years, something like that. This was the, the best attempt yet at that. So they got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to come there. Which from just those two alone, from the beginning, made me question whether it could work. Not because of their talent, but because of a combination of team chemistry issues, um, on-court chemistry issues, and health issues. Just between those two guys being there, it quit. I was like, let's see if they can put all this together at the same time and actually win games. Because so far, these we, we haven't seen that a whole lot outside of Kevin Durant on Golden State. And, you know, Kyrie and it's like one playoff stint with LeBron where they won the championship. So, right there, it had me questioning whether or not it could be done anyways. So, then you find out all the, the way the culture is in Brooklyn and everything that all the power they've given these two guys. And how wish-washy that can be by having those two guys kind of control everything. And then you bring in the ultimate wild card in James Harden. And how you think not only two question marks, but now you throw in three question marks. And you have to mix it all together. And they all have similar issues. Why you think those three guys with similar issues can make all the other guys' issues go away all at once and you all be healthy and play basketball at a great rate, why they thought that would actually happen is the weird part. It's not like those three on paper doesn't win you a championship. That's not what I'm talking about here. I never once said that if those guys were healthy on the court together that they wouldn't be able to win games. I never said that. I always said I just didn't think we'd ever actually see that and that, that is the problem. And by the time we're getting close, Kyrie's healthy. Oh, he doesn't want to get the vaccine. That's fine. I'm all for people having their own opinion on that. But the price to pay is you don't have Kyrie on the court. Right. It, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter why. That was our original issue. It's like, what is it that's going to take these people away from the team? Well, because of that, we're seeing disinterest on James Harden's side. It's like, well, if Kyrie doesn't care, then I don't care.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the whole culture is the team of the team is what do the three stars think? Well, when two of the three stars don't give a shit, Kevin Durant is going to be the only guy in the playoffs playing his heart out with a trash team, and they're going to get clipped by a good team because he's overused, and then this year it'll be mm. the, his other foot didn't make it over the line, but it'll be because he's overworked because he's the only one caring. But the problem is he's not the leader, so he's not setting a top down like implication of what he expects. So nobody cares. Even if he cares, he's not playing the role he really needs to play to make everybody else care the way he cares. LeBron James makes guys care the way he cares. Other than, uh, if you don't you can get off the fucking team. So that's the that's the difference. They, they don't have a leader. Um Two of the guys can take basketball or leave it, or at least the team take it or leave it. So, like I said, from the beginning, you brought in two guys who we thought had issues, and then you add a third one. And why anybody thought that would actually lead to a championship is beyond me, because yes, the talent's there, but they're never on the court, or at least not at the same time. And if they are, they all don't care at the same time. So there's too many things working against you all the time. So no, I'm not surprised. I don't think they're going to win a championship. I'll be surprised if all if two of the guys are left when all when all of this is said and done. They'll probably just go forward with one of them. But no, none of it's surprising to me. And we've talked about this for those reasons since it started, and now it's coming to fruition. And the fans are having issues with it when
0: the writing's been on the wall the whole time. Yeah, the the, the entire the entire time. <laughs> Entire time. Um, it, it was a poorly constructed team to begin with. And I'm talking about the others now. From the, Their roster from 1 to 15, after those three men, you have absolute and other trash on that team. Um, so the, the roster was built badly. Kevin Durant had too much run at the beginning of the season, which is why he's injured now. <laughs> let's just, let's just say that. And we caught that. We said if he keeps playing like this because those other two guys, you know, Harden started off slow. Kyrie wasn't playing, Like if Kevin Durant keeps this up, he's going to be injured. And look at what happened. He was injured. Mm-hmm. We didn't wish it on him. We just knew it was going to happen. Um, so you have a poorly constructed team. You have Kevin Durant. He's one of those lead-by-example types on the court, but he's not a vocal, demonstrative leader, like you said, like LeBron James can be. And that's what that team needs right now. But they're distracted because, like you said, the the culture of that team is just so abnormal they're distracted and their product on the court isn't the most important thing anybody can come on tv and say i want to win a championship and i'm here to win a championship but your actions can show something else and that's what's going on with brooklyn right now all those old guys right now are coddled they have fat cat syndrome going on there's no way they're going to win look the lakers night in and night out give more effort than the Nets do, and the Lakers have a worse record right now for other reasons, but I watched the Nets game, their last game against Utah, and that was an absolute ass-raking. It it wasn't even close, Um, and you had Kyrie out there, you had the others out there, and Kyrie shot horribly, and their defense was nonexistent in that game. So all I'm going to say is kudos to us because we saw this train wreck coming two years ago when it first happened. We've been vocal about it. We've caught heat about it, which we don't care, but we're happy <laughs> because we told you so. <laughs> yeah. We are absolutely happy. Now, moving right along, there are two separate rumors this year. Well, this week, and there actually there was actually a rumor earlier in the year. <laughs> by. Our, our old homie Bill Simmons, forgive me, that LeBron James might look to leave the Los Angeles Lakers. With his track record and with Charles Oakley coming out this week and saying some things about LeBron chasing chasing his legacy, which we know he's chasing that ghost that has six championships. Can you see LeBron leaving the Lakers this offseason to go to another team that's more built to be uh, a championship contender versus the Lakers at this point. Um, this off
1: season, so he's only got uh, another year left on his contract that takes him through the end of the twenty twenty three season. Well, I he
0: signed. He's been signing two year deals with a player option after the first year, so he can opt out <laughs> every okay. year, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. I don't know if he does it this year. I know he doesn't in his eyes probably think he's got too many years left. I don't know if he does it after this season. that I, that I can't really predict or but I'll say this. We talked about it not that long ago. I made like an offhand comment off the air when we were talking one day and I was like, I wouldn't based on like how the Lakers are built now. I wouldn't be surprised if he went somewhere else. That's why I asked you about, like, you know, his retirement. What what the idea was, like, he would go to L.A., he would retire in L.A. and then pursue the rest of his uh, business goals through that location because, of course, it's known for, you know, the -the off-the-court opportunities, you know, just like I'm sure the New York market is as well. So, but... So that's why I brought that up, because the signs are there, kind of, if you, like, really it, watch the bronze career specifically, it's like, you, the way he left um, Cleveland at the same time, or the way he left Miami, it's like, the way the team was going, the way the finances for the team was going, the way the roster was looking, it was like, kind of he had to make a choice whether to go through a full-blown like rebuild or leave and it seems like every time he's just chosen to leave um so i would not be surprised at all if he left who knows where i don't know where he goes that's why i made the joke like that he could, he could go to brooklyn and play with durant <laughs> cuz i don't think he would want to go to milwaukee or any i don't think he would want to go to like say golden state he should, he should go to the Phoenix or the Bulls.
0: Look, Cleveland's looking really
1: good right now. They don't want anything to do with them. They said <laughs> Cleveland's looking really good right now. I have you heard? Be my, able to keep? Huh? Well, if he walked there, would they
0: be able to keep everybody there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. That's the thing. It, it wouldn't be like a trade or anything. I, I've even heard, I've even heard Miami, and I'm just like, no, we're good, we're good the way we're built, we're good. We don't need them back. But I've, when you championship, I've, 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 I've heard, I've heard Miami. So, um, but Cleveland looks real good. Does Miami, the six jersey you got? Look, Miami with all. I don't have a. I don't have a LeBron Heat jersey. I, I refuse to buy one. His whole tenure there. Um, Pat Riley made a joke last year about leaving the key out for LeBron. <laughs> it's like, no, we don't need the key
1: out. It's not going to be like Ewing walking through the uh, New York stadium. No one recognizes him.
0: LeBron walks up to the
1: stadium and they're like, yes, this
0: way, Mr. James.
1: He doesn't even when need he, a
0: key. Dude, when he signed with the Lakers, one, it was a great move. Um, and like I said, I, I thought. At that time for me, I thought it wasn't even about the championship. I just thought it was about the end game. But, mm-hmm. and that was, this is his, what, third, third, this third year in LA, I believe, third or fourth year. Yeah, I think so. um, we're at the end of his career. And it's hard to believe because he's still playing at such a hard le- high level. But he, LeBron James is at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. At that time when he signed with the Lakers, I said maybe four years. Well, we're, we're, we're about to hit that. So now I'm going to extend it out and, and say maybe another two to three years, three years. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to have a retirement tour. I think he's just going to be like, I'm out. Um, and I know his wife is looking at him kind of like Tom Brady's wife was looking at him saying, it's time to come home. So I, I know that for a fact. So I never thought he would leave the Lakers. I just thought this was the perfect end game, the, the perfect ending chapter. Um, Same. But one thing we know about LeBron is when you start hearing things about him as far as leaving, it, it, it's usually true. And I, I know Charles Oakley is close to his, uh, his circle. And I'm going to read the quote that Oakley dropped. He was like, you know, LeBron, his legacy right now is he definitely wants to win a championship before he retires. That would get him at five. Um, he said he might leave LA to get it. I don't know if it would be Cleveland, it could be somewhere else. He left twice, speaking of Cleveland. Um, he'll leave again. We know he's not loyal. <laughs> and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but we know LeBron James isn't loyal, and he's left every team he's been with, which I mean he's been Miami and Cleveland. I would be stunned. <laughs> I would be amused, but I would be stunned if he was to leave the left person. Because I wouldn't have.
1: Well, go ahead. Uh, go, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I'm i was sorry.
0: saying, because I, I would have never saw that. I It, it would have never crossed my mind. I knew he was going to leave Miami. I just didn't think he was going to leave Miami that soon. But I knew he would leave and go back to Cleveland. Um, And during that season, his last season in Miami, I heard rumors as early as November and December of that year that pointed out LeBron James probably going to leave. And I, I, I kept hope. I'm like. Listen, not right now. You know, we can rebuild. Not right now. And then the rumors were true. So um, now we're hearing rumors again. I'm just like, oh, boy, here we go. (laughs) I think
1: um, on top of winning another championship, if he really wanted to add to his legacy, he would go to one of the New York teams. Wow. Just because that, that, that community is so so thirsty and so strong um if you could win new york a championship after coming from la after going to cleveland and miami winning championships all these places doing doing what he did in cleveland and then adding to the championship legacy in la if he could do that in new york it would add to his legacy like aside from the ring count so in my eyes The Knicks, you don't want to do that because you're playing for Thibodeau and the rest of the team is like, eh, in my eyes. Like, I wouldn't want to play with Randall. I would talk to Brooklyn about getting rid of everyone besides Durant. (laughs) Because LeBron and Durant wins a championship, I think. Uh, Or is it at least better than what they have. But I don't think that happens either. So (laughs) who knows where it goes. But I didn't think he'd leave L.A. because – I thought the Lakers would always do what he wanted and spend and do things the way that needed to be done to put them in the best position. Like the Lakers are always in like they put themselves in good positions to win with their legacy. They spend money, you know. So I thought just them and LeBron James would be a perfect combination. So the fact that we're here now, that part is a little surprising. But I think if he had a if he wanted to add to his legacy, one of the biggest ways to do that would be to win in New York somehow.
0: Well so I, the, the I, Lakers the Lakers have done for the most part what he wanted to do. I will say, and I'm 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 gonna shit on this player, you know who it is. Despite the good week that Anthony Davis has had, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that he's the running mate that LeBron thought he would be. Right. I also I also know that LeBron James ad- adores absolutely adores w- Russell Westbrook for his tenacity and he wishes that Anthony Davis had that tenacity all the time so like if you took Westbrook's mentality and put it in Anthony Davis's body I believe this wouldn't even be a conversation and yeah. that's the on- that's the only reason LeBron deals with Westbrook is because he knows Westbrook's going to give it 100% even though he is going through a shooting slump right now He knows that Westbrook's going to give it 100% every day, and he can't say that about AD. But AD has had a good week. In reference to the New York championship, it would still be more impactful if it was the Knicks. The way way, way that the Knicks are currently constructed, that entire team would have to be gutted. Head coach and all would have to be gutted. Now, we've seen that happen before. The Heat gutted the team when we got LeBron. But the entire team... (laughs) We'll have like the Knicks will have to have an absolute battle plan. Um, and just say, LeBron, just say, tell us which players you want. We'll gut the team. We'll make all the trades that you need and get you here. Because I agree with you. A, a championship in New York, but specifically for the Knicks is like the last Holy grail in basketball right now. It, it, it really is. Um, And the NBA would also do everything in their power, wink, wink, to make that happen. (laughs) Trust me. Um, And it's also ironic that you brought up that point, considering that both teams played on national TV last night, which the Knicks had no no business there. But the Knicks blew a 21-point lead, and the Lakers actually came back and took that game. (laughs) So, yeah, I... I like LeBron to New York. He's flirted with New York before. Before he came to Miami, he was he he had his eyes on New York. And like I said, that that's the last holy grail in basketball. Like whoever does that, will mm-hmm. be considered one of the goats just by doing that. And and even Kyrie and Durant considered the Knicks before going to the Nets. But the Knicks was it was a shit show, and still yeah. kind of a kind of a shit show. So they didn't want to tarnish their legacies by going there. The only person with the clout to do it is LeBron, but I think it's a little too late as far as his age. I think it's a little too late. But I I like that idea, though. I like that, and we're not trying to get. Do you
1: think Thibodeau hurts certain stars coming there because of his reputation?
0: Well, he's not a player's coach, and LeBron tends to like players' coaches, you know, more more laid back coaches where he can have to say that that's what LeBron likes. So he, he doesn't fit that mold. And with all the other issues going on in New York right now, I I just, I know LeBron wouldn't go for that. Uh, He absolutely would not go for that. And, and some teams need a coach like Thibodeau. I believe your team needs a coach like Thibodeau, but he wouldn't be a fit for, for LeBron. Not at all. Um, Coaches Uh, like that. Yeah, coaches like that are great for young teams, not so much great for older teams. So, um, speaking of your team, it's like one one full of your team and like three-fourths of my team, whatever. You know, I watch watch those boys a lot. How do you feel about the, the... Uh-oh, Riley's here. Riley knows we're talking about the Magic. How do you feel about the representation that the Orlando Magic is actually going to have during an all-star weekend? So you have... Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, and Cole Anthony participating in the uh, rookie sophomore, the Rising Stars game, which they're they're doing things differently this year. They're dividing it up. They're going to have four teams in the mini tournament. And then also Cole Anthony is going to be in the slam dunk contest. How do you feel about the Magic roster that's going to be representing the team at All-Star Weekend next week? Well, a couple of weeks from now.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm excited about it. They're deserved. They're deserving of it. I feel like I know Suggs missed some time with, with a lingering in- injury, but he's been playing good since he's been back. Talented, fun kid to watch, exciting. Um, Friends, Wagner should be in talks for rookie of the year. Not that maybe he could win it, you know, because I mean, there, that Cade Cunningham is playing good as well, you know. But he should be in talks for Rookie of the Year, and Cole Anthony's having a great season. Um, so I was a little surprised he was going to be in the slam dunk contest. Um, but <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. You know, the Magic <clears throat> are used to having someone in there despite our losing seasons. Like, we got a good dunker for some reason a lot. But, <laughs> but anyways, I am glad. I'm, I'm happy the Magic are having these young guys get – Get some coverage and stuff because they deserve it. Um, that they, they're good kids. Um, the Magic are going to be uh, leaning on these kids in the future, so the the fact that they can they can get some exposure now and have maybe the rest of the league pay a little closer attention to them will be good for the culture of Orlando going forward. Um, if these guys can actually help the team win. And, you, you know, Cole and Suggs, they, they're kind of like flashy kind of guys. They're uh, talkative. They're, they're going to be out there. Uh, if they're out there, people are going to take notice. Uh, Suggs has a yes. way of affecting the ball no matter what he's doing. And Cole is just uh, a super charismatic guy on and off the court. He's special. Uh, yeah, I he's love very, all He's very, He's very Impress- special. Franz's game speaks first like you'll never hear anybody say anything bad about Franz Wagner nobody can so it we have perfect representation out there you know uh, that's basically all we have so the league's can to get to see but it I mean I'm happy for it um I we talked though you know I don't put a lot of weight into all-star weekend it's like a a circus act for me it's like hey look at this show we're putting on for the weekend it's nice and everything but at the same time i can't appreciate you know some of my players being out there and representing the team and what what the league's all about so um i I like to see it
0: i I mean i mean to me it's a big deal that and, and you guys have had this before but it's a big deal that Particularly in the slam dunk contest, you have one of your own players representing the the franchise in the biggest uh, event of the weekend because we we know how the all-star game goes. So the slam dunk contest is the biggest thing. I I think those kids are even skilled enough to be in the skills challenge. And I think they're changing the format of that this year as well, where they're going to have teams in the skills challenge. Um, And I even heard a rumor that Giannis and his brothers are going to be on one team but they haven't revealed the participants for the skills challenge yet. But I believe a few of those players on the magic, even France can be in the skills mm-hmm. challenge. So I think that's another Avenue um, where they can be showcased. Cause I'm, I'm all about all-star weekend because it showcases the present and then also the future. And even this year, they're going to showcase the past as well, but I do like it. I, I know your bad feelings about Aaron Gordon, <laughs> In the slam dunk contest, but even think of Dwight. Dwight did well during All Star yeah. Weekend. Um, Dwight used to be the star of All Star Weekend. Um, in multiple events, even the game back in the day. So I, I think it's good. It's good for people to say, "Oh yeah, there still is a team in Orlando," because we know how people look at the Magic, and it's not that good. So I think it does help you guys out. Um, even Aaron Gordon, I remember after his slam dunk contest, uh, after the first one he was a guest on Ellen, like quick. I remembered that. I'm like, wow. Okay. That's pretty neat. The franchise wasn't able to capitalize on the momentum, but he had it briefly. Um, so I, I do want, you know, those kids to do well. So, like I said, um, the casual NBA fan can say, Oh, look at the magic. Okay. You know, um, it might help rehabilitate the image a little bit. So, Just throwing it out there. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's hopeful. It's wishful thinking. I try to give you hope. I, I, I try. Winning I, I gives hope. You a, I, I throw want, you I a need,
1: bone. I, I don't need All-Star Weekend. I want wins. I want playoffs. I to, Get out of here.
0: Fucking, trade fucking folks <laughs> for, for goddamn Dragic. Add that, add that cap space.
1: <laughs> Get out of here.
0: You're not and talking you about that. Me. Add the cap space. And you'll win. I'm telling you. Get James Harden out of Brooklyn.
1: We'll be like, who wants to come here? No, Everyone's going to be like, nobody. We're like, cool. Let's save this money for Suggs and Cole and Wagner because we're going to have to pay them off.
0: Hey, before we go, I meant to send you a clip of uh, Oladipo running drills. I-, I meant to send you that. I saw it yesterday. He, he looked pretty good. So <laughs> I well, know you guys he always-
1: special. It- it- he always looks great until he gets on the court.
0: I know you got a special place in your heart for Victor Oladipo. Look, I love, I'll buy you.
1: Just a, always love Oladipo. I believe in his game. It's just kid can't stay healthy, man.
0: I'll buy you an Oladipo heat jersey for your birthday next year. How about that? I I you do, I'll
1: buy you a LeBron James jersey. <laughs> I know it will hurt you more.
0: No, I don't need that. So, I know you don't. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up today, but please do us a favor, support our channel, like, share, and subscribe, our comment. I say comment every week, like, share, and subscribe our content. Follow us on Twitter at Hardwood Nation, Instagram at Hardwood Nation, Facebook at Hardwood Nation. We got we got it all. If you comment on our videos, we'll comment back. We did have a few comments uh, on our last Magic video, which did quite well, so I responded back to those. Um, Anything you got to say to the people, Bryce? Anything you got to say? No, good luck, Brooklyn fans, because
1: (laughs) you've been sold a bad deal, man. So
0: (laughs) just, just good luck. Yeah, good luck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. We will see you when we see you.